Executive in Residence at uh, Loyola University, Maryland's Management and International Business Department. It's my privilege to join you in this interview today with Molly Venucci at IBM. We've created these interviews as a way of providing relevant and useful information for our students uh, about what it's like to operate in today's business world. So Molly, thank you for making the time to speak with the, our students about yourself and your career. Um, and to share some of the experience and advice that you would have for them. Um, to start us off, would you take a minute and just introduce yourself, uh, tell us where you work and a little bit about your role? Sure, thanks Dave and thanks for having me. So again, my name is Molly Venucci. I am Loyola class of 2005, representing here with the shirt. I am a partner at IBM in our consulting business. Um, I'm really focused on, on business strategy I work at the intersection of strategy, creative, and technology. And I'm also the chief of staff to IBM's global consulting leader. So global is definitely a part of my everyday job. My goodness, that's a lot of responsibility. Where do you find time for life? <laughs> it's hard sometimes, but you know, I, I really enjoy what I do and that makes all the difference. Wonderful, good. Well, you know, enjoyable, you know, jobs are something we all strive for, but I know our students feel some level of anxiety about what they're going to do after they get their degree, either in management and international business. And, you know, we, we tell them, I think we've all been through sort of circuitous careers, right? You know, we tell them, well, it's going to be okay and all that, but um, I think there's still some angst that they have about that, what that's like. So would you talk a little bit about your career arc and, uh, you know, some of the twists and turns you took to get to where you are today? Sure. Yeah. So, I'll just start by saying when I graduated, I probably didn't see myself where I am today doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I probably would have imagined a, a different path, but the, the advice I would give is to kind of trust the process and make sure that every step you're taking is a step forward where you're gonna learn, you're gonna be challenged and, and you're gonna grow. And you don't always need to know the step after that. So, you know, for me, when I graduated from Loyola, I started at JP Morgan. Um, they had a, a management training program. Uh, I think it was called Internal Consulting Services. So it's kind of ironic now that I'm, I'm in consulting. Um, but that was a great opportunity for me to, you know, one, it was a good job coming out of school. And so it made my parents happy. I felt good. I was making money. You know, I was living in New York. Um, and I liked it because it was a rotational program. So I knew even if I didn't like one thing, six months later, I'd probably be doing something else and it would be a good opportunity to learn, see some different things and, and get a feel for the business world, um, you know, beyond just internships. And so I did that for a couple of years and, but I always knew I, I wanted to go back and get my MBA. I, I knew there was gonna be a, um, a window of time after I graduated from undergrad that an MBA would be an accelerant to my career. Um, whereas I think if you wait too long to get your MBA, it might not give you the, the boost that you're looking for. So I always had that kind of in mind. And, and after a couple of years at JP Morgan, I, I went to get my MBA at Thunderbird, um, which is an international business school based out in Arizona. Spent part of my time in Arizona and the majority of the time really overseas. And um, you know, when I started at Thunderbird, I thought I would probably go back into banking and probably even at JP Morgan because I really liked what I did. 
but I just want to accelerate my career. And that really just opened my eyes to a whole lot of other possibilities. And I did an internship at GE Capital and you know, really liked that. I loved the, um, it was in their experienced commercial leadership program. So it kind of, I was in their capital business and the financial part of their business, but more on the sales and marketing side. And so that was super cool. Like it leveraged my financial services background, but was giving me more sales and marketing. But I wasn't like totally sold. And so when I went back for my final year, I um, continued looking for jobs and really had no interest in consulting and no interest in working for a tech company. Uh, but yet I met some folks at IBM and all of a sudden I really, really liked the people I was talking to. And I liked the way they talked about the work and the challenges that they were solving. And it being consulting is almost like rotational in nature because everything is changing. And so I was able to take my background in financial services, my background in sales and marketing and parlay that into consulting that they loved that I had those backgrounds and I was coming in with like a really solid start um, to help in their financial services clients. And, um, you know, since I joined IBM, every step has kind of been a progression of that. Every step has helped me get the next job and even jobs that I didn't even want at the time. Um, other people were looking out for me. They was like, this is a good thing for you to do. And I trusted them. And so I went with it. And it, all of those were really just stepping stones in, in helping me build my path. And as I'm evaluating where I am today and, and where I want to be and, and roles that pop up, it's always, am I going to learn something new? Is this going to help me grow? Is it going to be interesting and challenging? And am I going to enjoy the people I'm working with? Even if you're working long hours, well, I enjoy it. So that's kind of been my story in a nutshell. Wow. So, uh, you know, a very Loyola story, you know, a holistic kind of approach to uh, life and career uh, and a very nonlinear path, right? Finance to sales to consulting, not the kind of thing we, we, we think of. Um, but yet it kind of shows that we can kind of build on prior experiences. And if we're open to it, we can carry those skills forward. You know, um, you know you've obviously been extremely successful, Molly. Um, you know, what do you think you've learned about what it takes to be successful? What, would our, what should our students understand about that? Listen, I, I, you know, thank you for saying I've been very successful. I, I'm lucky that I enjoy what I do and I've, I've been able to, you know, progress and take on more responsibilities. But, uh, you know, I think just as important as kind of how you get there and, and that you enjoy it along the way. And the thing for me, especially as I see young consultants in our business um, and something when I reflect back on, on my time, especially at IBM, the really, really fundamental thing I think that's so important to being successful is that every single project you get, no matter how big or how small, that you slay it, that you just knock it out of the park. And so that everyone you work with says, you know, Dave is the best I've ever worked with. And anytime I'm on a project or staffing an engagement, I want Dave on my team. And, you know, you might've hated that project. You might've hated that client. You might've hated everything about it. But that didn't matter. You still did an incredible job, you know, and, and delivered. And I think when you do that, it opens up possibilities that now you've got Molly in your corner that I always want you on my team. And every project you do, you have all these senior people in your corner. And that just to me, it opens up doors and possibilities and gives you choices that puts you in control of where you want to go next. 
Um, you know, so sometimes it's hard when you get a project that's, you know, really not that interesting or exciting and not what you wanted or hoped for. It can be disappointing. Um, but, you know, slaying it every time really helps open up possibilities. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way of saying, it. you know, I tell my students very often that uh, they should look at every interaction in the workplace as a management test, right? And I think what you're sort of suggesting is everything you do is being evaluated by someone, whether you realize it or not. And Absolutely. You're always on, you're always on. Always so, on. So, uh, you know, final question. We, we wanted these to be kind of short interviews. Uh, so, you know, what kind of advice would you give the students? You've obviously given them little nuggets along the way, but if you had to just kind of distill it down, what would you really recommend our students uh, do as a career advice, if you will? Yeah, the single biggest thing that I would recommend is you find your people. Um, find the people that challenge you, that inspire you, that push you, that give you more responsibility than you think you're able to handle. Um, you know, hopefully that aligns with an area that you're really interested in as well. That's, you know, double bonus. But if I had to pick between, you know, a field of study that I'm really interested in with a bad boss or a bad culture or a bad team versus something that you know, maybe I'm interested, maybe I'm not, but I love those people, that culture. I'm going to go with the people every time. And I think you're going to grow faster in that environment. I think you're going to get challenged more. I think you're going to, um, you know, really surprise yourself. And I would just always say, find your people and, and the rest will follow. Well, that's great advice, Molly. Well, thank you very much for sharing your background, your experiences, and most importantly, your advice with our students. Uh, it's been a real pleasure to talk with you, as it always is, and uh, I look forward to being able to do that in the future. So thank you very much. Thank you.